Hello, human. Welcome to Tim and Joel Call It In The Ring, the podcast in which humans talk about pro wrestling. How are you doing, Joseph Pearl? Question. Um, why, why isn't the alien mask's lips moving? Because he communicates telepathically by transmitting his thoughts through the microphone. I'm saying his. It was me all along, Tim. <laughs> Tim, what are we doing here, Tim? What is this? I, I don't know. I is this it. because you watched literally no wrestling this week? Is that what happened? No, I watched literally all the wrestling, and then I had to watch Clash of the Castle very quickly, very quickly. So uh, it, was like, thing... it was like the Keystone Cops, where they're just like just like jumping around a lot, just piece by piece. You were getting it. Yeah, there we go. You know. Um, Hello, hello, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, good to have you. Hello, uh, friends. Hello, hello, family. I, I, does my family watch? Does your family watch? Your family's not oh, watching. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I am I am currently Tim. Now we'll fix that. Uh, hey, we, we do the show. It, it's Sunday. There is so much to talk about. There, there so was a much, like an absurd night. amount to talk about. It is too much, even. Yeah, let, let, let's get it out of the way. Uh, if you're here, hi, hello, good to see you. Uh, let's do the, the thumbs up on the video because because you like us. Uh, leave it. us a comment if yeah. you're watching after the fact because you know you want to get your predictions in for AEW All Out tonight or maybe you want to get your opinions in over last night's uh, Clash of the Castle. And you should subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked because, hey, we're, we're pretty neat. We're, we're, we're good. We're fun. Um, if you want to donate a super chat and support us financially, if you have the means, by all means, we appreciate that. We are fully uh, self-funded and self-sufficient, so we appreciate when you help us out and uh, give us your your hard-earned cash to let us continue putting out our hard-earned content and hard work content here at Fightful Overbooked. And we have a Discord. There's a link in the video description below. Join us anytime you want because that's what we do here. It's good to see y'all. How are you feeling? Did you enjoy 1 p.m. Eastern wrestling, Tim? Yeah, it was refreshing. Uh, yeah. I was on the road, so I'd watch it after. But it's it cool. <laughs> I, I had a good time. Listen, the show was uh, the show was great. It was a lot of fun. It was. And uh, it, there was there was a lot to talk about. I, the, the end of the show is what most people are talking about between the finish of the main event and everything that precedes that. So many opinions, I see. But I'm, I, yeah, I'll express mine. I'll express mine when we get when we go through that's like the whole thing. Yeah, I, so first of all, I talk about this all the time. It, watching wrestling in places that are not the Eastern Standard Time Zone is a treat. Uh, if I can watch it on the West Coast, oh baby, I'm so happy to be done. If I were living in like in LA, let's say I'm living in, in California, and I got to watch Raw and be done with Raw by like 8 p.m., I'd be I'd be happier than anything. I can start Raw at dinner time, five yeah. o'clock. Like I could eat dinner, watch Raw, and then. Eight o'clock with your life. Night is do free. do That's things right. that are fun. Yeah, out in the yeah, world. Inst instead, we got to do it this way, which uh, you know, for better or worse, that's just how it is. Anyway, that's, that's just my feelings about about wrestling. I mean, especially <laughs> what we got to do tonight, and tonight is going to be like a show that goes until midnight Eastern time, and then Tony Khan speaks for another five hours, and he's just like, "I love talking about wrestling. I'm so excited. Everyone to talk about wrestling." Blah, 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 blah. And then at five o'clock, like the media can't get home because there's no way to get out of Hoffman Estates at that hour. They have to wait until the Ubers start up at around 6 a.m. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at in that, that case. You were saying? I don't know. Stop going. <laughs> if it's such a tedious thing. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to. I, I would have gone to. Actually, no. I All Out is the one pay-per-view that I will not go to because of where it's held. 
There you go. Yeah. Stand up for something. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up for nothing. You'll get trampled on by everything. I just, I can't, I can't go to Hoffman Estates and like, because you can't, like you stay in Chicago and then you got to travel to Hoffman. You have to have a car. Have you and considered, like, have you considered not staying in Chicago? Is that where the hell am I going to stay? Uh, Hoffman Estates. There's nothing in Hoffman Estates. If there is, there's like two hotels and they're booked up a year in advance. You got to plan it. You got to know what they're going to do, where they're going to go, and then do it. I don't know. That's fine. I know a lot of things, but this is one thing that I just can't wrap my head around. Coming to Hoffman Estate every year. I get that it's like tradition and all in was here and all out was here. And like, buddy, traditions are only as successful as like the amount of people you can cram in your building. And you can do more than 9,000. Whatever. I, I'm not doing this right now. We've. Just, I want to talk about other stuff. I'm excited for the show tonight. It's just the only thing that's ever stopping me from going to All Out is the fact that it's in Hoffman Estates. It's away from any like proper modes of transit after the show ends. That that just bugs me. That's all. People are already like, now they're just talking shit about AEW just to talk shit about. I'm going to say a lot of really nice things about the show tonight. I'm excited for Same. it. Well, let's start with Clash at the Castle. Uh, that six woman. I, we don't need to talk about pre-show. It was it was fine. No, I mean, we don't. We absolutely don't need to talk about the pre-show. I mean, we listen. It's the good, only it's thing good there was a pre-show. That's good. And they and they had a pre-show match, right? Mad Cat Moss and the Prophets won. So we're back to this. This will never end. We are back on the Mad Cat Moss train. The man will win all the titles. Uh, but first, we'll start with the Universal Championship and then the WWE Championship. Anyway, uh, yeah, Moss and the Prophets win. Tez gets the pin. Good for him. Uh, and then we move to the main show. The six-woman tag opens up. Bailey and Dakota Sky, EO Sky, they're calling Damage Control. They got a new theme. They take on Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. Good match. I mean, a lot Great of fun. Match. Really enjoyed it. Bianca Belair once again looks like a star, even as she's finally getting pinned like once. That's fine. I have no issue with uh, that. Big, big fan of the the uh, Cardiff fans still singing that Bailey song, the Hey Bailey, I want to know if you'll be my girl. And the way that Bailey handled it was great. Yeah, it's very funny. Good, good heel <laughs> opportunity. Not a big fan of the new theme. It felt it felt awkward to me. Like it doesn't flow. <laughs> Same. It, it felt like they were doing the oh, everyone else gets a hip hop style theme. All the women seem to get hip hop style themes. Let's so let's let's hire them. someone who can't rap to sing <laughs> or to do it. In a perfect world, I promise you, Bailey wants uh, like a, a, a what's her name, um, Paramore. What's her name? The Haley Haley Williams. Yeah. Haley Williams. Yeah, she wants Haley Williams to do a theme for her, uh, but that's not what's happening. But even if he wanted that, you, why wouldn't you ask for like a style of that? It's it's interesting. Yeah, something that yeah, it's it, hip hop is is a strange choice for this trio. Like it doesn't really make sense. And then the hip hop itself is not good. <laughs> like it's just bad hip hop. Yeah, well, I don't know. I hope that they fix it up. But uh, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't my favorite. Uh, but I did enjoy Michael Cole the entire night. Holy crap, he was. He was on it. He enjoyed himself. He was clear. He was bringing back. Uh, he, he was talking history. Like he yeah, was talking about Asuka and, and Eo Sky and uh, Mio Shirai, who was Eo's sister. There was a, there was some really good stuff. Like the, he kept bringing up the past. Yeah, it's nice. It's refreshing. He is reinvigorated. Not only does he have a new tremendous co-host, newish, <laughs> tremendous co-host in Pat McAfee, but now he's actually able to do his job without some old geezer like yelling uh nonsense into his ear so that's nice that's always nice. i think it's really funny that like he spent 
25, 30 years being yelled at and people being like, Michael Cole sucks. He's awful. And he's just like, no, I really love wrestling. I no, promise you. Like, I just, love professional wrestling. It's just really hard to talk while someone is telling you what to say. <laughs> like, that's you've right. seen a thousand stupid movies where that's a, a, a trope. Like, I, anyway. It was it's it's very good to watch him now enjoy the fruits of his labor because 25 years of like having that old man yell in your ear and now he's like free to do anything and he runs that team. It's perfect. I'm all for it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A- apparently you are uh, Tim's younger brother Tom. I I don't feel any younger. I wish I was. The lack the lack of uh, glasses will do that. Yeah, shooting a music video. Oh, <sighs> that's remote right. location. Yeah. Got your big old coffee going too. Good on you. Hold on, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. That's not the good oh, side. Oh, of the okay. The, the, there we go. Yeah, mom, that's right. I'm gonna take a swig too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sponsorship not provided by PepsiCo. Please. No, Pepsi, get at me. I want that. I want that machine. Swig of coffee for the worker, man. Anyway, I can't do the <sighs> awesome thing at this hour. Wow. Um, Gunter and Seamus. Whole. Okay, we don't have much. Oh to say man, everyone's already talked about it. Oh my God, Mr. Gunt just pulling it out. One Imperium back. Hell yeah. Yes, uh, Giovanni yeah. Vinci has rejoined the group. He's going as that and not as Fabian Eichner. Whatever, That's I don't care. Fine. You know what? It, 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 like they're actual human names. Unlike you know, originally, like not a big fan of Ludwig Kaiser still, but like yeah, I don't know. They still don't spell his name properly on the run it's, sheets. It's, it's all awful. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, seeing Giovanni Vinci back, I want them to make a joke. Like I'm hoping the Brawling Brutes do this. They do a joke about what he was doing in NXT with the photos and the screen caps. Yeah. I hope they, they kind of harken back to that and just make fun of it. Uh, yeah. But it's good. This, this is great because now that you have a third man on the Imperium side and Imperium is back, you can have a six person tag, a six man tag in this case, and do it at extreme rules and make I, it. That's like going to go hard. Like, yeah, yeah, that could be really, really excellent. So, looking forward to that. Uh, this match open hot, open hot, oh stayed God. hot. Loved, yeah. loved all six men, not even six men. Love, love the four guys, the outside guys brawling to begin it and then being rushed to the back just to give Gunther and, and Seamus the absolute spotlight and even the opening again they're brawling those two guys are just staring holes at each other they're ready to go and the match is great and again Gunther continues to do this thing that i love in wrestling where it's not your finish that always finishes the match in yes. this case yeah. it's a big old lariat a stan hansen lariat just beats the shit out of brutal Shana. like yeah he just and that imploded all of the titty implosions for both men and then yeah just a massive lariat just uh, Seamus posted a photo of himself after the match and he's like, you know, beat red stomach and all that. I want to see today. I don't know if he's posted anything today with an update, but like, I, I actually hope he doesn't do that. I hope he doesn't post anything. And then on Friday on SmackDown, he either posts a photo or he comes out and his chest is just like, per- I don't care if it's, if it's magic, you know, VFX stuff, Yeah, yeah fake just it. purpley and gross and just be like, look what they did to me. I got massive. <laughs> But he, but he'd be over as a, he, as a face and he did a great job. Like again, yeah. banger after banger after banger. And he was not lying. Cause that was match of the night. Easily. Big time. Big time. Yeah. I kind of felt bad for uh, Liv Morgan and Shayna following this, but, but actually they ended up putting on a, a much better okay. match than most people expected. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. My expectations were beneath the floor for it. And it, it, it was okay. Like it, it was, it yeah. was good. Like it had some moments. Uh, I think they did a good job with Liv in this playing her as the underdog and flowed well yeah exactly um i, I was thinking in the chat you know it's the same storyline as the bloodline 
as a uh, KO and Sammy with Imperium. But I don't know. I don't really. I don't think. Oh, he's joking. Okay, fine. <laughs> like, I don't understand where you're going. And that's okay. You're trying you to be me. like diplomatic about it. <laughs> you got me. Ah. Uh, Anyway, Liv, Liv and Shayna, absolutely. Uh, a really, really fun match. Really good match. Much better than it had any uh, excuse for being. I, I'm yeah. ready for WWE to move past the plucky underdog, Liv Morgan. Yeah, this uh, one showed her kind of uh, more as tough rather than like, you know, she was still the underdog, but uh, it's it's going in a different direction slowly but surely. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm fine with Liv um because of the way that she won the title, I know people are like, well, she was in a ladder match, so she was tough enough in the first place. But she's now a champion, and now she's got to take on champions one on one most of the time. Yeah. So she has to. She is the plucky underdog because she won by beating someone you know who was already injured and had a match. Blah blah blah. So I get where the story was. I get where the. I get both sides of it. But I also am ready for them to move past the Liv Morgan story where she's like. I can maybe beat you. Now she's got to beat people. Now well, that's the thing. Yeah. Her. Like, I think this this restores a little bit of confidence in herself because that's the thing. I don't want to watch someone who's just like, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. And then she just ekes out a win every time. Like, no, we've seen her like show show herself that she can do this. So now we can move on to something more interesting. And hopefully you can cut a promo that continues to improve uh, as she has been slowly but surely. They're They're getting a little bit better. I can only assume that her and Rhonda are going to do a thing. They're going to do maybe a oh, extreme yeah, rules yeah. match of some sorts. And, and you know what? Toss in Shayna. Why not do a, do a triple threat and then have Shayna and Rhonda come out of it as a tag team and live eking out the win again. And then before, we move on. before we move on from clash of the castle at the end, can we come, come back and talk about Rhonda on SmackDown just before we go to AEW? Cause I, Absolutely. I got some thoughts on I mean, we can do that now, and then we can we can divert. It's our show. Yeah, yeah. That that's this feels this feels like the organic spot to do it. Adam yeah. Pierce is entirely correct. Ron, yes. why are we? Why are the people? What city were they in? What, what? Uh, they were in Detroit because they did two nights. Awful. They did two shows. Awful Detroit. Detroit. Awful. Like you're awful. They people. were why are you her supporting like Rhonda. She's she's completely in the wrong in this. This was very obviously like. Adam Pierce is entirely justified in all of everything he said. All of his sentiment, like that, was nonsense. Rhonda's, Rhonda's a bitch. There you go. Like that was an interesting segment, but everyone is talking about Adam Pierce after that. And he he also tweeted he was, out like he, a, he, a what was he, he yeah, he merged uh two he channeled two people there. There was a little bit of Hulk Hogan, there was a little bit of someone else, and I can't I'm trying to remember who Sean Michaels. It was like a mm -hmm. Sean Michaels Hulk Hogan promo that he cut because he like affected his voice a little bit. It was yeah, it was funny. So I again I, I know that we're gonna get Rhonda and live again but like they got to turn ronda effectively right i don't i don't know what ronda's supposed to be they're treating her like she's stone cold but adam pierce is not vince mcmahon like he he's just a, a perfectly reasonable middle manager like he wasn't doing anything abusive like ronda's just a sack of crap making his life harder than it needs to be i don't understand like it's true it doesn't it doesn't make sense but whatever they'll, they'll, i'm not they'll hopefully rooting for ronda in that like, yeah well, well that's see. the thing though, I, well i don't know the people in detroit seem to think that everyone just doing their job in a position of management is a piece of shit like <laughs> that's how you always treat the authority that's what happens. Uh, it's dumb though it's so dumb but she was good on the mic i'm not i'm not ripping her her promo for that the delivery was good it just doesn't make any damn sense to me this was probably the first time ronda's felt comfortable on the mic and i think a lot of that has it has to do with with who's uh, giving you your notes and who's telling you what you should say or how you should say it. I think the uh, the the 
I don't think that there are as many um, conversations about how you're supposed to say something. I think that there's a lot of conversation now about um, what you're supposed to say. Yeah. And like, okay. So just for example, like a lot of bad acting and stuff really comes down to the director in this case would be a producer in WWE. But like, as my wife has pointed out, she's an actress um, a bunch of times. Like a lot of people who you think are like really bad actors end up going on to do like really good stuff with different directors. So like the director, the pe- the person who's guiding someone behind the camera has a lot of fault. Like look at uh, Robert Pattinson and, uh, and uh, Chris, Kristen, whatever. Um, the other one from Twilight, Stewart. like Kristen Stewart. Thank you. The The Twilight movies are terrible, but they've gone on to do very good films and like act quite well. So, Yeah, no, I, and I agree. It really does. It comes down to the uh, it, it comes down to, to the um, chemistry that you have with your director. If you are in that the acting role, same thing yeah. with producers in WWE, right? The the agents, as they used to be called, the people who are helping put the matches together, make sure that the finishes aren't the same you know, from one match to the next, that things are, are different. Uh, a good producer is someone that you're going to want to keep around, right? That's why yeah. a lot of people wanted uh, Tyson Kidd, Tyson Wil- TJ Wilson, to be their producer in the women's world. Molly Holly is now doing that. You've got Petey Williams is also, you know, AJ Styles, I think, for a while was having um, uh, Chris Parks do that, the former Abyss. Uh, so there's a lot of that. Michael Hayes used to do all of uh, of John Cena's matches along with Pat Patterson when he was around. Yeah. So there, there was, again, when you find that chemistry and you find that synergy and you know who to work with, uh, The Rock has, has Brian Gewertz writing his stuff for him. And that's been for years and years. So much that now Brian is working on seven bucks with The Rock. Like it's, it, yeah. when you find that person, you stick with that person and you, you hope that, your partnership remains strong throughout the entirety of uh, your career. Yeah. And I can't stress enough how collaborative this all is, right? It's not ever made by one person. So like this nonsense about like Vince McMahon being like the be all end all of it is like, no, he's worked with like thousands of people over the years. Piss off. So, yeah. Uh, Speaking of people who don't want to work with anybody anymore, Dominic turned on his father. (laughs) Turns on his father by using his other father's move. I love it. Edge and Mysterio I, I, winning that match, first of all, was a little interesting. I think I, they, they I don't played. mind it. Why? Why didn't you mind it? Okay, because as everyone has mentioned, they were like, oh, the crowd didn't get any big baby face wins. This was their big baby face win. It's fine. They they chose the one that could that could handle it creatively. The Judgment Day is is treading water. They, there's no clear direction on them yet. So I feel like they can eat this and it's not the end of the world because it doesn't have any momentum. Like it, it just doesn't make a difference who wins in this match, as far as I'm concerned. So I think they did the babyface win kind of where they could in a way that that wasn't going to screw up the future. Um, you know, plus we got to see Edge do a terrible six one nine of that. <laughs> it was it wasn't even a six four seven for Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of good takes three oh nine point five. It was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever he comes out in that lucha mask which by the way hilarious the the, the people that came out which is like el generico thank you Perfect. yeah <laughs> That's good. uh either way so edge mysterio win it's it's a, a fine match it's good because you know balor can work and priest can work it's fine rhea ripley beats up on dominic as, as she should as you do and then at the end of the match, the story isn't that Dominic joins House of Black. The story is that Dominic kicks House Edge in the balls Black. because he's pissed off at him. And the he's pissed off at his dad yeah. for picking Edge as a tag team partner, not him. So now the story... And that's, I, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. And that's why I didn't mind this because we needed to get here eventually. We've been calling the Dominic heel turn forever. Um, <laughs> someone pointed, someone was like, it was our friend JPJ from Love Wrestling. He was just like, tonight's the night I can feel it. I'm like, dude, we've been saying this. This is the 527th time since March. And you were wrong. You can finally. Anyway, it was good. No, like, I knew I, it was I, happening. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Like this was this was good. Like I don't. Like I like how they did it. You just kicked Edge right in the penis. Who kind of no sold it? It was weird. Edge was Edge made the decision to go. Why? Okay, I can, I can explain this. Okay. I can explain this. Have you ever been kicked in the balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been tapped in the balls? I'm talking like when someone does the backhand tap. Yeah, yeah, Flick. Which one hurts more? Yeah, which one hurts more? Uh, immediately, immediately. Honestly, yeah, the cup check because I think yes. the, the the brutal kick to the balls, like there's such an overwhelming wave of pain. Yeah, it's that's the fair. Adrenaline. You know what? It's yeah. the adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can speak to this. I can speak to as a man who has been both kicked and flicked in the testicles before. Uh, I think most most men can also do that. So anyway, I, I I I didn't hate it because I was like, oh, he got kicked. And he was just like, why? And what the, the pain was. It was just there. It was great. Yeah, yeah, that that worked really well. And then you know he, he clotheslines. Ray Mysterio. Uh, and now we get to see whether or not Dom Mysterio gets to keep being a wrestler or not, is where I see this going. Because, like, he needs to figure it out. They need to figure it out with him. Uh, he's got his stupid mullet. I already don't like him. So let's see he, how, how he is. He's channeling his real father, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, exactly. Which he should a lot come of- out. He should come out with, with, uh, with Rhea on Monday Night Raw, and the two of them should be a couple, a la Eddie Guerrero in China. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the stuff. You see it. Yeah, yeah you see that's it. That's the stuff. Um, and, and I made the joke. I was like, Eddie Guerrero, or uh, Mysterio always wanted his son to wear a mask, uh, just never specified that it would be a gimp mask that it, that's on yeah, Yes! Do it. Yeah, it's funny. Anyway, it was good. And so I don't even think that Dominic is going to side with Judgment Day. I think Judgment Day is going to be like, no, hey, you can yeah. join us now. And he'll be like, ah, LOL, no, I'm no. going to do my own thing and beat up the legend Edge. And Edge might let him win. Lose, yeah. I, I'm fine with that because this whole thing with Edge is that he's trying to put over young talent. And now it's Dominic's attempt time to shine. And I, yeah, it's got to it's gotta work out because if it doesn't, then like there's no, there's no path forward. So we'll see. <laughs> Rhea is indeed poppy, but hey, so was China. It wasn't Eddie. What are you talking about? It was China in that relationship. Uh, Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle was another really good one. Uh, uh, again, every single match had a different story being told in it, which I appreciated. Uh, Seth taking advantage of Matt Riddle being super emotional and super upset throughout the entire match, and then eventually capitalizing with the stomp and the three was really good stuff. Uh, the match itself was just really good, and I said yeah. it on Twitter. I'll say it again. This match will probably go three. They'll do another one maybe on Raw that ends in a, a DQ, and then they'll do some sort of plunder match at Extreme Rules. I can see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because like the, the way they've been handling this, this is definitely like very, like in in olden days, this would end in Hell in a Cell. But yeah, I, yeah. I think the plunder match is the right route for it. Wrap it up at Extreme Rules. Like the the way they've been going at each other, and they're like, yeah, you can talk about my real shit. <laughs> Love it. Oh my god. For all the shit that WWE did to cover up for for Riddle when he was having the allegations uh, put up against yep. him, they stood by him. They 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 stuck with him. I, I'm not here to talk about what is or isn't true because I, I I'm pass it. Don't care right now. But the fact is, WWE did not fire him. They kept him. Now WWE is just like, listen, we did a lot of shit for you. He better be ready to <laughs> do a lot of shit for us. Open wide, Riddle. 
yeah, Riddle's probably like, whatever, bro, as long as I get up to the top of the card and you pay me well, he doesn't care. He'll, yeah. he'll be a clown for money. Most of them will. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, you just want to entertain. So, yeah. And, and, then what, and, and like, again, it it just breathes such new life into things when they dig into stuff like that. Because, again, you, the line has been blurred forever now between, like, the, the kayfabe and reality. So, like, I don't, I don't yeah. mind. I like when they really dig into stuff like that sometimes. And uh, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre in the main event. Tyson Fury was ringside. Uh, I mean, we all expected him to get involved somehow. Didn't expect it to be the way that he did, uh, especially at the very, very end. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, good, it, a good match with Reigns and Drew. Did you? Okay, so so you're a fan who likes stuff in the. You're a laps fan, as I like to call it, a casual fan sometimes. But really, <laughs> you're not the type of fan who's used to like plotting slower matches which is the roman reigns main event style yeah that's what this match that literally was. i stopped watching wrestling kind of when when roman was like not he didn't have an interesting move set he still kind of doesn't like that's not the yeah so how did you feel about this match because it very much was the reigns special where it starts off slow and plotting it builds uh, a lot of people were saying that this was a lot like a uh, like a new japan match in a lot of ways because it starts slow it goes long and it builds to like a billion finishes that that don't end up you know yeah. having the finish yeah the big i mean you know because it hasn't really been the case like we've gone through this Roman Reigns run has been varied quite a bit. Like each title match has its own like very different approach. So I don't mind that they kind of leaned into something a bit more traditional because it, it has been a while for it. I, like you said, it's not necessarily my thing. I love Drew. So like I, I don't mind when he's involved. Like I think he he did a lot to to elevate this as much as he could. Yeah. It's fine. This was the match it had to be, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I don't know that it needed to be something different because I, I, I just don't see Roman being able to work with Drew that well that quickly, unless it's, yeah. yeah. A lot of people bringing up the idea that it was going to be Roman's big night to lose. I. I personally wasn't on that train. I just never got by. like, look, I am a massive Drew fan. I would, it would have been very, very nice, but it would have screwed up creative again. Like for like, they, it's just not the right decision here because again, it's both titles and they need to try to separate them if they're going to keep them separate at all. Um, so like, I just, I just don't think it works. Like it, it just isn't the right time. They've been written into this corner where Drew or Roman has both belts. Like if Roman only had, one belt, sure, but because he has both, this this doesn't work for me because then Drew has to step in and it doesn't feel the same. And then the bloodline story is completely derailed because the Usos still have their belts and all that. So like it just it just isn't the right time. And I know people are, oh, make the fans happy, but it's like, no, you're, you're like I don't give a crap about the local audience at all. Like the the recurring thread is like a week to week program that builds up, builds on a narrative. Like you're not going to demolish your creative week over week so that the hometown person gets to win. Like I don't agree with that. Same thing with Shame is not winning. Like Shame, look, look, they both like they both got a lot of time and a lot of shine in like their kind of sort of home region. Like I think they did for them the best that they could without completely blowing everything up like they couldn't have done that it just there is a time and a place for that type of storytelling uh i we didn't get there with drew but they did a really good thing that they convinced people they made it more believable than ever that 
someone was going to beat Roman. They haven't. Uh-huh. Nobody has talked themselves into the possibility of someone beating Roman since since Brock, not even Brockett Mania. Like that was yeah, it, Brockett Mania. That was it. That was the last time. And even then, people were like, "He's just going to be Roman retains and and gets the titles." No one has really given us a feeling that Roman Reigns was done or that he yeah. was going to lose a title. So we this just was the celebrated first time his two through. years. Inside. It was good. Like, and that's the thing. You got to start sowing that doubt before it happens. Like, I don't, I don't think that I don't need that big twist where everyone's like, Oh, Drew's going to get coronated tonight. It just wasn't, it never felt that way to me. Not once. I, I just thought the build was great because people yes. were finally doubting Roman and we need more of that. Like you need your camera back. That's just it's what back. happens. It oh, it's back. Uh, I love Maggie's being like, I'm tuning in late. Why is Tim a TV game? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in a, a remote location filming a music video, so I didn't want to bring my very expensive microphone. Good call. I can't blame you. By the way, check out uh, Coexisting with uh, with Robin Maggie on Fightful over the book, overbook.com. Uh, Fightful overbook.com. That's what we do. Uh, yeah, so the match itself, again, they, they do all the finishes, and Roman Reigns retains over Drew McIntyre after the match. Tyson Fury. Oh, oh, by the way. Uh, no, wait, hold on. They, they they did, it. Yeah, they did. They did the thing. Austin Theory comes out and he's going to try and cash in. And as he's running through, Tyson Fury just socks him in the jaw. And it, it looked, looked so good. It looked very good. Take that. Yeah. Are you sure that Triple H is still a fan of Austin Theory? <laughs> I'm positive. I just think they're they're trying to reshape the Austin Theory story. Yeah, he, I like that. Yeah. The problem is the Money in the Bank briefcase for so long has been a guy who loses a billion times once he obtains the briefcase and then cashes in and he wins the title and everyone's like, oh my God, when really they need to build up this person as like someone who could actually feasibly win the titles. I think they're going to stick with it through WrestleMania if it's Cody who challenges Roman or whenever Cody comes back, wins those titles. I have a feeling Austin Theory is going to cash in on Cody and like immediately take it away from Cody. Do the Josh Alexander Moose story for like that. And then they'll have to rebuild it again. People are going to be so up in arms over it, but it would be the best possible time. it, It sounds really. Yeah, that sounds really interesting to me. So who's open or he's going to go after like the U.S. title again, which is silly because he's been the U.S. champion before. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 Do they split? Do they split the titles by Survivor Series? What do you think? Because they're doing the Raw versus SmackDown stuff again. Okay, so that's the thing. Splitting the titles in some way at Survivor Series, I think, would be really good. Do some very strange gimmick match that ends up like do the the first fall, second fall thing at Survivor Series. I think that makes a lot of sense because then it 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 breathes some renewed life in Survivor Series because at this point I feel like it's getting a little bit stale. Like I've been saying that the last few years, like we've done this podcast now for two years the last two survivor series we talked about i was like it doesn't do anything for me anymore yeah now problem is you got to pin roman to do that or you have a multi-man match with roman involved that's what i'm saying multi-man match with roman involved due to two pinfalls or something we talked about that here yeah we talked about we talked about clash of the castle being Cross Drew and Roman so that they could have Drew get the moment by by pinning Karrion Cross, and then Roman Reigns has a reason to win back the titles like yeah. next Friday. But here's the thing: like that's the th- I think Survivor Series is like the right place to do it. Is the right place to break up Roman's rule. So yeah, I'd be fine with that too. Um, so Tyson Fury knocks out Austin Theory, then they go to the finish. Reigns beats Drew. And Tyson Fury gets in the ring, shakes everyone's hand, and then grabs a mic and starts doing his post-boxing thing, which is singing Sweet Caroline and trying to pop up the crowd. But the crowd's like, we just watched our homeboy lose. It, like, it's, yeah, he normally sings it done, after he wins because he always yes. wins. Like <laughs> All they had to do, honest to God, was, was have 
Fury put over Drew McIntyre like he did, and then Drew give an impassioned speech about trying and losing, yep. and then go off the air singing something that people would have known because both songs that they pick not the right tune. It was weird. <laughs> oh. But I, I said this on on the uh, I said this elsewhere, but they felt like they were running this long because they wanted them to kill time so that the production truck could finish the wrap package that they were working on. And they've done that before. Yeah, they have, if yeah. you go back and watch WrestleManias from the past, it was exactly that. Um, it was them just getting the packages done. So they stay in the, the arena a little bit longer. It was just the, the, this one was just a poorly done <laughs> finish, <laughs> like a poorly done post-match thing. It was. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Is what it is. Oh yeah, and Solo, Solo, Solo though, yeah, they've they've added more to the bloodline, which I also like. I, I like you know because it's going to be prolonged a little longer. I think yeah. that you know enhancing the bloodline is the right call. Yeah, exactly. And we've been thinking about that for a long time. We knew that Solo was coming up. Unfortunately, didn't join uh, didn't join Hit Row like I said he would. Um, <laughs> I guess the next group to join Hit Row is gonna have to be Legado del Fantasma, yeah, and no. uh, we'll just have to go from there, right? Yeah. Wait until Nikita Lyons comes up and joins Hit Row. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't you put that out in the world what are you doing oh uh, we got to talk about xc for a minute because uh throwback just uh gave us some bits said Yay. this spot was a perfect time for solosikoa making his presence felt i'm sad that he's gone from to the main roster since i love nxt it made perfect sense this adds another layer to the bloodline gives sammy room to go with owens for a tag run what are our thoughts uh, i mean i agree absolutely yeah, yeah, that's exactly we were just saying yeah it feels like they'll do solo with uh jay and then Sammy with Jimmy, and then eventually they'll kick out Sammy, and Jimmy will be like, "No, you were always not our brother. Yeah, this is yeah. literally our brother." And then it'll be Sammy and KO going for the tag titles, and that's fine. I'm good with that. And I want them to be like, "We just want the Raw tag titles. Put us. We'll stay on Raw. Just give us the one tag titles. Again, we'll split the tag titles again and have them properly in one show. Again, Survivor Series. There you go. Fix and and I understand Fix in the chat they're past. talking about. I understand the chat. We're talking about the karaoke thing is a British thing. Yes. Oh, I know. I yeah, yeah. We're all yeah, yeah. Believe me, we hear the chants and we see that we see this stuff. It just it was very, it was very strange to do that. The loser was the one leading the 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 conversation or leading the the the, the chants or whatever. It was. Yeah, which again, I think it's just you know suffered by the uh, creative plot lines they were given to get into this they wanted to do some things but it's it's tough so you have to kind of shoehorn in some stuff uh yeah so all in all good show sets up a lot of really cool stuff for extreme rules next month uh i'm excited i'm excited to watch raw on monday and i'm excited to watch uh, smackdown on friday and a world's colitis tonight it's going to be at 4 p.m eastern we don't need to run down the card but it's going to be a really strong show five matches takeover style it should be in and out we should be done by 6 p.m eastern and uh i i honestly i just I think Braun Breaker is going to win that that unification match. I do. You think? You think? No. But the thing no. is, if I could also see Tyler Bate winning and sending Braun Breaker up to Maine, but I don't think Braun. I don't Breaker think is it's ready time yet. yet. I don't think you need him up there yet. Like you don't need him. He's not quite ready. Like I think there's still some polish there. So there's another Braun coming back to WWE supposedly on Monday. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Ah, so still, no, uh, still no. Still uh, no Sasha Naomi yet. Eh. Uh, yeah, they're taking their time on that. It should be yeah. fun. I'm going to see. Uh, throwback with, with more bits saying, with Solisco on SmackDown, is there a chance to see NXT rematch of Walter, aka Gunther, versus Sokoa for the Intercontinental Champion and add more gold to the bloodline? I mean, they could do it. I don't see Sokoa beating Gunther. I, I think it hurts. I, like, again, with the Sheamus thing, like, 
he's got to hold that title for a while. I feel like, like a while he has to dominate like he did when he was the UK champ. Like he's in order to really build him, you need to solidify him on the main roster in the exact same way they did in UK. Exactly. I am, I am not, I'm really nervous right now. <sighs> Hello. Oh, Just giving you guys the rub. What's up? How are you? Doing? How are you? you know good. why we do the show Sundays at noon, Sean? Because you assume I'm not awake yet. We, yeah, and we, because we assume that no one's going to find us <laughs> so we can talk our shit and no one's going to do anything. That's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Well, listen, right now you're being buried by Velveteen Dream filming people's penises. So, oh, oh really? Yeah. Have you have you seen this? No. no. OK, so this is a story that I had heard over two years ago from EC3 directly and. He finally told it to Sports Kita, and I, I had it backed up, but I couldn't get it on the record. But as uh, Seahawk put, when none of his peers stood up for him, you see why. And he told a story that they had a, a bit of a party for people at NXT, and they were at his house, and he was using the restroom, and he noticed that his that a phone was propped up in a manner in which would be visible from the toilet. And he looked at the phone and it was actively recording. So he took the phone. He deleted the video. He um, then put the phone back. He waited to see who was going in and out of the bathroom. And even as he told me, he was like, I probably looked weird running in and out of there myself. <laughs> He's like, but the first person that walked in was Dream. And he came out and the phone wasn't there. I don't believe he's he's said anything about like confronting dream but from what i had been told back then dream kind of like tried to deflect blame of that oh. but that's that's a big re and i don't think management knew about this i don't think that they were aware of it and uh, i just thought this was the perfect place to tell this story <laughs> thanks did you <laughs> thanks did you <laughs> Did you ever hear this? You've heard the story of, uh, was it to Zach Ryder talking about the, the Cody Rhodes hog checker story? No, it was, oh, it was very, very simple. It was, I think it was, it was either Zach Ryder was claiming that Cody Rhodes was a hog checker in the, in the, in the back or, or the other way around. I'm pretty sure it was Zach saying, Matt Cardona saying that it was, it was Cody, but it, yeah. that was just the whole thing. Like he went on a full tirade about that, but, uh, yeah, that, that's not going to overtake the story that you just, yeah, but I mean, they're, they're, they're buddies they're like best friends so i mean like it's probably yeah, yeah this it was yes. always good fun it was very, them, that was very in jest yeah uh, this uh this isn't uh, this isn't that this is definitely uh something that uh yeah i had i had heard of and holy shit i tried to get it on the record and there was a lot of stuff you know off the record about dream back then because i mean a lot of people were, were still fearful at that point that politics could play into a matter because let's be real uh, an insanely talented performer is velveteen dream i, I think that is undeniable and yep. unfortunately far too often in pro wrestling that can make you immune from any punishment any yeah, anything <laughs> and as we saw with speaking out a lot of times that can lead to a whole lot of people not coming forward about things as a result of that, because they are fearful of how that may affect them in any, any way of life. Now uh, I know that a lot of people think a lot of things of, of EC three. Do I, do I think he's an edge Lord that makes bad jokes? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, do I think he's a Nazi? No, I do not think he's a Nazi. Um, but 
this is a story that he told me when he was still in WWE and it got backed up by somebody, but they were both off the record. So I couldn't just go blurting that out. But when anybody would ask me about Velveteen Dream, I would be like, he ain't coming back. He's not coming back. That's just some low effort Chuck Berry stuff right there. That's what that is. Like, yeah. Ugh. Did nobody think to ask yesterday in the media scrum about Velveteen Dream status with WWE? I mean, Why are we talking about him? That's that's the the joke is that every time there's a media call, people say, "Why didn't you ask why Velveteen Dream was fired?" Well, we all shit, know, man. Yeah. What were and, we talking about? Oh, <laughs> we, 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 he we came just, in at a good time. We were just wrapping up the Clash of the Castle recaps. So, yeah, we had wow. just finished talking about Clash of the Castle. We were about to start AEW stuff. We're going to start talking about uh, All Out tonight. Sean, what yeah, match well, are you most looking forward to there? Uh, what am I most looking forward to? The three and a half hour post-show review that I'm going to have to do to cover 15 matches. That's fine. You've also got to sit through a three and a half hour media scrum with Tony I, Khan. Not yeah, you. I, but I love Julie. She's chatty. We're going to have to scale back some of the analysis on the zero hour. Um, Kate asks why I haven't fired Velveteen Dream. Yeah, that's that's the, the question is everybody would be like, refuse to ask anything else until this is answered. Uh, sorry, bud. That that ain't gonna work. No, We've all got our own assignments, and uh, just because we don't ask the specific, the specific question that you want us to ask, does not mean that anybody's afraid to ask it. It's just we don't want to burn a question. Yeah, but, I feel like the vast majority of people would rather have you know real questions answered. Yeah, ones that that will actually. I mean, come on. Do some of these questions need to be asked? Yeah. Was I asking people every week backstage? Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of people that are like. Ask about the, the AEW women. Well, shit, I do every week. Every single week I'm asking people about it. That, that's why we give analysis on Wednesdays. But I think people assume <sighs> that like anyone who's asking these questions or anyone who, who's talking about wrestling like turns their brain off and doesn't do any work until the shows are on i wish and then after, wish. yeah exactly like that's clearly not the case but everyone's just like why aren't you asking about this? what the hell do you think is going on before eight o'clock or whatever the time the show starts like what are you, oh, what do you think is happening here I, I couldn't get sleep last night i swear to god i have i don't want to use the term ptsd because i think it's dramatic but from covering that mjf shit and just the way that people acted after that like i woke up and i was like man i'm not excited to cover whatever crazy bullshit happens today yeah, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long day. But also, I so the thing about the whole like fifteen matches thing, yeah, way too many. Zero hour, like it feels like on an hour show, you got four pre-show matches. Look, Hook and Angelo Parker is probably gonna go maybe three two minutes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pac They're and Kip Sabian is probably gonna be the longest match. Ishii and Kingston, I mean, they could do a fuck finish, and that's that. I mean, yeah, who knows? I don't do, want them. They to. could do five six minutes of beating the shit out of each other, and yeah. Eddie. Eddie Pinza. I mean, they because they did their their great match in New Japan earlier this year, and and Ishii won. So I think they they could go with with Eddie Kingston. But um, wow, Kate doesn't have a mod wrench over here. Yeah, know. no, I don't want to do that. I'm not giving mod what? powers to people who aren't normally on the channel. What am I doing okay, here? That's fair. That's uh, fair. All I'm going to say about 15 matches is that so when AEW started doing pay per views, right? So it was like nine match cards. But every match was like a 20-minute special, and not every match needed to be a 20-minute special. Yeah, and I think now I'm, oh, I'm going to hate everything right now. And now <laughs> I think that we have 15. We have 
damn it. We have 15 match cards because they can do a five minute match here and there, and it's not gonna completely screw up the rest of the show, the flow of the show. That's my opinion on the whole. Uh, yeah, the 15 match card. I, I feel like they should, if they're gonna do that, make it a week week long event and do stuff at like do do some of these matches on Rampage. Why wasn't Hook and Angelo on Rampage? We say yeah, that shit every that. week yeah, on yeah. this show. We talk about that. It was the same thing with uh, what other match was it? It was uh, Jade and Athena could have been the main event of Rampage this past week. Could could have been the main event of of Dynamite too because because sure. it's the TBS title. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It, it works. It, there are so many, again, having three six-man tags when your trios championship is supposed to be a main focus feels a little strange to me. I don't know why we're doing three six-man tags. Uh, it's just a lot, of, a lot of stuff that was just thrown together feeling last minute. No, Joel, uh, FTR explained to you why they're doing it. It's for their legacy. Uh, Jeremy and I host a show called Newsworthy on this channel, and uh, we dropped an article, a conversation about that article with FTR talking about their match against the Young Bucks as it was supposed to be. Jeremy Lambert, how are you? Uh, I'm about to take a nap because I'm going to be up until 3 a.m. listening to, yep. to Tony yeah, Khan. Sure are. We just talk talked about, about things. That. Yeah. Oh, Otherwise, God. I'm doing well. I came. I came to say hi to Tim because I don't hi. talk to Tim ever. Yeah, I, I talk either. to these other two dorks all the time. It's because I hide here Sundays at noon. I'm afraid of the internet. Y'all seem to deal with a lot of crap. How yes. did he know it was me is what I want to know. How did he know it was me that removed him from the stream instead of Joel? <laughs> he, he gave a, gave it away with your facial expression, Sean. Uh, fair. Okay, it's fair. <laughs> I was just like, oh, we're going to go back to our regularly scheduled programming. This is great. Uh, throw, throw back with, with a... Uh, with with the bits saying this is perfect this is for all four of us i guess now yeah. with word that triple h said that nxt is not considered developmental could you could you or should you consider the undisputed champion the undisputed champion actually have disputes since roman does not have the nxt champion so basically should roman also hold the nxt title uh isn't the meaning of undisputed i'm, I'm not sorry i'm not gonna read through all this but yeah, yeah we got the yeah yeah sh shouldn't roman be the champion of everything including nxt <laughs> Uh, who wants to field that one first? Does, does he get the NXT Europe title like immediately? Do they just like hand it to him on the first episode? <laughs> Here you go. Take they're gonna melt it down and put there. it on a yeah. chain. <laughs> what do you I, I, guys think they're gonna do with that title? Do you think they're just gonna bring back the European title and and put it over there? This that UK title is so beautiful. It is that it cannot be remade with the new whatever logo they need because that was they called that the wwe uk title right yeah. they can easily just rename it, it the wwe european championship and sure. it's yep. that title because it's a beautiful looking belt it is I but i mean it's it's about to get unified yeah but is anything ever really unified <laughs> roman's holding two belts i mean he's not combining them that's the fair i mean they they literally did that with every title in 2002 and then they're just like no nah, we're gonna bring that back at like three months later when they realized it was stupid yeah who, who was the like last who was the last european champion um i Hell thought snow. it was <laughs> really <laughs> no, i don't know no i feel like it got I, I think it all eventually went to triple h i think it was rvd and then um oh and then they did the match with the the hardcore title no no it was with the ic title the ic title. Oh. so they unified it with the intercontinental title right. um yeah so rvd well, there you go the, triple the h can just one. hand the european title to somebody be like i was the last person to hold this now we're going to hold a, a tournament and 
That's how you what crown a new champion. Do we do a second no, it, yeah. title on NXT or what? Well, they have the well, North American Championship, so the European Championship should be the uh, that should be the secondary championship right there, or the UK do, Championship. Is maybe the, just the treat undercard. it like a house show title or something, you know? Nah, uh, that's a twenty four seven title. Oh, are they still running that even? <laughs> you off, bet. Off TV. Oh my god. Okay, it exists. <laughs> uh, what was the last I was going to bring up here? I I can't remember. It's not important. I uh, find a picture of RVD with the European title. Sad. I mean, it right? Doesn't exist. It, all uh, that matters throw, is that Al Snow was the best European champion of all time. Always, yeah. Uh, this is disrespect to D'Lo Brown. This is disrespect. I will to disrespect D'Lo Brown. Brown because yeah. D'Lo Brown didn't come out with different, uh, different countries every single week. No, it's mm. good. It's a good bit. What was the wow. guy? Oh yeah, just to that question. Like, I, no, NXT is developmental, probably more so than ever in my feeling. And uh, Triple H saying that is just like. Um, it's like Tony Khan saying there's no mid-card titles for AEW. It's just, yeah, say whatever you want. It doesn't make it true. <laughs> here's, here's an interesting one. Who's the second longest reigning European champion of all time? Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Matt Hardy. Four months. Wow. Four months. Four months. <laughs> oh, my God. Four months. Got a lengthy ultimate reign. Attitude Era Championship. <laughs> the European title. Wow. Oh I love God. it. I love it. Oh God. Uh, okay. Can we shift back to, to, to all out for now? No, bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame him. Wow. He's got to talk about this shit for hours. I will, oh, I will stick around a little. I was in the middle of lunch and I wanted to, to <laughs> say hi and I am going to take yeah, a yeah. nap. It's going to be a long night guys. Oh, that's a good idea. I would also do that here. You get to be shared I'm Cher Delaware. Delaware. Yes. Woo! Look how beautiful I am. God, Cher got so ugly. I'm sorry. <laughs> So did you see what she did you see the uh these yeah. photos you're yeah. giving the stuff to, to dax the yes. booze oh amazing yes. oh uh, so we talked about control your narrative for a second because because ec3 the so oh. they were yeah they were talking about the ec3 the penis talk. dream story the penis talk uh did you i don't think any of you saw this uh the, the cyn guys control your narrative guys are coming to quebec to do a show with a company called fml and the first oh, thing I said sure. was none of them are going to make it across the border. No, not a single one. <laughs> is that the same show as Minoru's on or is that a different show? I hope a... not. It's October. I, oh, my God. I hope not. I don't know if it's FML. revolving door here. Uh, Hi. Is, just... Yeah, FML. It's like uh, Frontier. I was talking to Kate about this. The, the Control Your Narrative Montreal show the Quebec show that none of the guys are going to be able to make it across the border for. Jeremy being the owner of Fightful. I just want to know why he hasn't fired. Vel <laughs> well, apparently you fired, fired, your internet fired you for your terrible internet still. Yeah. That's what I should do. Uh, Minoru is in IWS in, in Quebec. Not. Oh, that makes so much promotion. more sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so strange to have. CYN show up in Canada. It's like, well, there's no narrative to control. They, We're okay they just, here. They just will not. Maybe Alberta, they could get smuggled in, but I don't know. Jesus Christ. Who's the Is Joker there? tonight, guys? Darius Gar Martin. Oh, da Darius Martin. Yeah. Donnie Gargano. Donnie, Donnie Gargano. Donnie Gargano. Donnie it's just, Gargano. it's just Johnny. It's Johnny Gargano <laughs> in, the, in the Groucho Marx. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the glasses. Yeah, and he's, yeah, yeah. he's carrying his son to the ring. To the it's, ring. It's this Rick Flair. Cool. This is Will. Oh, oh gosh, 
See, that, that's <laughs> terrifyingly plausible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I like the idea of Darius Martin because if you look in the match, everybody in the match has a buddy, uh, except for Dante, which is kind of cool. Yes. But I'm going to I'm gonna stick with that. It's Samoa Joe coming back. That's today. fair. That's fair. Mimosa Joe, Ragosa Joe. Damn right. I don't know about that. What if it's Adam <laughs> Cole, baby? I bought for that too. Mm. I didn't I don't like Adam Cole. I think it's Bebe. Really? It's definitely okay. not MJF. You f- no, I don't get the talk that people think Me it's Me neither. That doesn't MJF. make any sense to no. me. He's like, yeah, I'm coming back for, for this. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I had a long, hard talk with Tony Khan, and he said, if I come back, he'll give me a plum spot as the Joker. And I was like, sign me up. <laughs> I, also I hope like- my baby's not sleeping right now. That's such a waste of a pop because like MJF is going to get a pop and the Joker spot is going to get a pop. So why would you double down on that? Yeah, like yeah, a, a weird idea in general. But uh, I I think they have told us to keep our expectations tempered with the Joker spot in the past. Like there's been a couple yeah. times where the Joker has been like a letdown and then they surprise us with someone on Dynamite like Miro or whatever. So I, I like the idea of it being someone from injury like Adam Cole, Darius Martin, Samoa Joe coming back from the TV series. But the way I look at it is like if Punk wins the title, Joe and Punk is so much money. If Mox retains the title, which I don't think he's going to, Mox and Joe is still so much money. But like you could set up Joe and and Punk at a at any at Grand Slam, at a pay-per-view, whatever. So I think it could be really fun. The problem is I was told that Samoa Joe um he really misses being in WWE. I mean, he is six and one with a title, but that's terrible booking. So he hasn't been on TV in forever, though. So. Uh, Throwback thinks the Joker spot is Gresham. That wouldn't be bad if they could like smooth things over. I was about to say, did they smooth things over? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't. Doesn't feel like they have. Everybody's been kind of silent on that. And Tony yeah. Khan, of course, does five hundred media appearances a week, but nobody has asked about Jonathan Gresham. Why bother? Why ask yeah. about Jonathan Gresham? He's going to be impact so bound seem- any, any day now. You've got to ask about like, what's the deal with ROH? You got the TV contracts yet? Instead of, you know, yeah, asking about stuff that's happening in ROH. Just keep asking the same question. Everybody's asked regarding ROH. Joe did tweet last night. <laughs> Joe, Joe did tweet and Joe never tweets. So maybe <laughs> that's, that's what Joe's way of perennial tweet. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? That's maybe that's the way that Samoa Joe Mimosa Joe tells us he's coming back. That's the way I would do it. A single tweet once on? a year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just a single tweet being like, uh, listen, I'm not telling you I'm coming back, but I'm coming back. And that's good enough for me. Yeah. I've been checking MJF's Twitter to see if he has tweeted anything to nah, he's, they gotta he's been the they, they gotta reintroduce him. They gotta reintroduce yes. him, Joel. I, Nobody knows the video package. Yeah, I think we'll every know who this single man is. wrestler coming out needs a video package, and it should just run picture in picture throughout the entire show. Whenever someone comes out, like House of Black comes out, we get a, a Malachi Black picture in picture. Who is this guy? And none of it makes sense because it's House I'm, of Black. Well, I forgot since last week who everybody was, so I'm going to need a lot of video packages. They need I the mean, previously on every yes. before every episode. <laughs> yeah, that way, it reminds everyone what happened last week okay, you know in that way that it kind of spoils what's going <laughs> to so, happen this oh, week hold on 
I actually, I actually do kind of like the previously on because like it's the perfect reset for the week. It's the perfect setup for whatever the big matches are, the big stories are. It catches you up because again, Lucha Underground did that, yeah, yeah, Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah. WWE does that every week, and and they kind of do it in a way that gets a little obnoxious. Uh, the WWE way because their vision was always you you approach every single show as if there's someone watching for the first time. And I get that. that That's a good way to set up if you're an episodic yeah. TV show. Um, there are better ways to do it, for sure. And I wish AEW would use some of those tropes. Again, there's always a middle ground. I don't want them yeah, to do it exactly yeah. like WWE, but I'd like them to set up a little bit more of like, in case you missed it, this is what happened. They don't do enough of that, in my opinion. Like They do they, sometimes. No. They like Sometimes with like some of the New Japan guys, they've shown me who the hell they are, because I don't know. I don't. I have no idea, and I will never know because I don't care. But like, I, some sometimes they like put people over for me, and I get it. Like, you know, there's a few New Japan guys I'm into now, so I recognized Ishii and I recognize uh, Minoru Suzuki. So yeah, yeah, uh, I love this Gresham to the NWA. I want to see Gresham versus Tyrus. Oh, man. That's exactly what I would expect to happen. Like, <laughs> but I gotta say, I Trevor Murdoch made Tyrus look all right for that match. It was actually so, would you sh- it was actually okay. This was fun. It was good. I'm out. I thought I would good. do like a fun little pop on here, join in the conversation. <laughs> I stream with some people I don't normally get to, but Joel. Saying that Tyrus looked okay on the back of Trevor because Murdoch's someone carried his ass. <laughs> Wait, I want to put. I want to bring this chat up. Melissa says, "Wonder if they put MJF as vigilante like Sting was in <laughs> WWE 2015." Here's a better comparison for you. Uh, you know, Sting sat up in the rafters for all those years and then finally confronted Hogan in the NWO. I don't understand why Tony Khan is giving away his Sting Hogan on the zero hour in Kip Sabian and Pat because <laughs> Kip Sabian sat in the crowd for like a year. And then finally, now we're getting the big match with Pat and he's just giving it away for free. I feel like he's leaving it's a like, lot of money. On it's the like table a firework that match. doesn't work. Like just, <laughs> yeah. you know, you light it and then it just kind of fizzles on the ground. Like a lot of money of given away. I honest to God, like I, I thought you were about to say you put a box on MJF's head and you put him in the front row for a year. <laughs> Just take over. But but it's true though. Like to a certain degree. Listen, I know there's that you're being a little facetious, but nope, like never. That no, never. Yeah. Uh, Kip versus uh, Pac. If you're gonna pick one uh, All Atlantic Championship match to happen on AEW, it should be like some brand. It should be on the pay per views only. I want the All Atlantic Championship to be the the championship that only exists outside of AEW, except for that one pay per view of the year where we got to put it on the card. But it's got to be better than reintroducing Kip Sabian. Hater on Kip Sabian. There's a lot of title matches on this show. Oh, Actually, no. a huge Penelope for it. Ah, okay. <laughs> I think it would be cool because Ishii was injured for that four pack. If he came and challenged Pack after, that would have been good. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's going to lose to Eddie Kingston. So, yeah. <laughs> so he'll automatically yeah. get all Atlantic. <laughs> like, I don't know. They, they spend all this time. Like, they have material to draw on. They just don't. We just get thrown together stuff. Like, I don't know. Like I said, Kip and Miro would have been more interesting to me. I don't know why we're just doing this random thing that I guess has story, but I don't know it because I don't pay attention to literally everything all the time. Like, I initially it should, Tim. It I, should. I have <laughs> other interests. I'm filming a music video. I'm like, wow. 
Why, I why do you have other interests? It's wrestling only. They I know, apparently, apparently. One-dimensional humans. I don't like anything else. I, so this comes up all the time. I see that the big problem is too many titles. When the All-Atlantic Championship was introduced, I said the only way that this works for me personally is if this is the title that's outside of AEW. That this Which is like... Done the welcome welcome to AEW lore title. And they've done that. And it's great. When they gave it to Pac, I'm like, oh, suddenly Pac's going to work the British Indies. And like the next day they announced him working yeah. like Pro Wrestling Revolver. And I'm like, here we go. Stuff like that, fine by me. I love that shit. But uh, there are a lot of titles there. Just, you know, you know, got to gotta do the right thing. Wow. Spoken like someone who understands these are the only interests you're allowed to have are wrestling <laughs> and wrestling and wrestling. This guy. I, oh, I like baby. music. And the yeah, who, who likes music? The only music you're allowed to like okay. is if it's wrestling music, like pro wrestling entrance theme. Or... Yeah, yeah. So, right. so terrible hip hop and new metal. <laughs> got it. Actually, yeah, Jeremy Kate, what do we think of that damage control theme? The new, the new Bailey's. Oh, that, well, if they're getting rid of EO's theme, like altogether for this, absolutely not. The damage oh, control. Okay, theme no. good, good, good. EO's theme. Yeah. Yes. yes. Agre I agree with that. EOS I, bangs. I think they're trying to hold out, and Bailey's trying to get Haley Williams to do a theme for them oh. because she, she's oh, a ginormous Paramore fan, yeah. and they're they're pally pals. Because like massive this, heels, Paramore. <laughs> whatever, I don't care. <laughs> but I well, just, they, they have Diet like, Paramore. They have the ones that did Rebel Heart around, right? That's basically right. That's Paramore. Diet Paramore. It, it sounds very similar. <laughs> they could just get them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about the Diet Paramore. That's good stuff. I do in general like when a stable has one theme, but Jeremy's right. Like EOS is such a banger. Um, yeah. But like if, Coda's, yeah, Coda's is great too. I'm, I'm like so excited. I'm so excited that she's like on main roster television regularly. But like for something like a six woman tag, like I like that they had one unified presence. And then if you have your singles matches breaking off of that because they're not the tag team champions for some reason, <laughs> I like I, I think it's good to maintain the individuality, but to also have like a cohesive stable theme for sure. But that's Mox the insight of someone who only likes wrestling. Mox and Punk, because people are going to start asking, hey, where's the AEW review uh, or preview? Who cares about wrestling? But Mox and Punk. Isn't this show not? only an hour long? Why are you guys going? Yeah, long? we're over now. Yeah, sometimes we go over. We did 75 oh, why, minutes. Why are we going week. long? I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much to talk about. Oh, Kate's here. So I guess just it, by proxy, every show just <laughs> has to be about show. an hour, an hour extra long. Dude, I was, I did True Heal Heat yesterday, which was so much fun. Those guys are awesome. Don't put them uh, over. Fuck, They're awful. Fuck I hate SB3. Them. No, SB3. <laughs> Sorry. I was awesome on that show. Um, <laughs> Did you ask them where their next episode of True Rewind is? Because they haven't gotten a new one from them. Wow. wow. Let's not take shots. I'm not. They know I love them. They know Aggressive. I love them. Aggressive. But I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I did the SmackDown review yesterday. I was doing the Clash Hall review on Select. I was like, this will we'll just this will be easy. It'll be like a, a one hour, a quick breeze, and it was like it was like three hours long. <laughs> oh yeah, that show. Like, I I love those. I didn't guys. realize that is a long show. Like that that, that show one. usually goes about like two hours, and so yeah, you add you, that's an extra hour. So that's yeah, exactly, completely understandable. 
Look, I pull my own audio now, so and I set up my own broadcasts. All right, you it's can... much much appreciated. Much appreciated. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that Kate and Alex sit there with like the YouTube channels open, just being like, "Are they still going? Are they still going? Okay, we're gonna keep going." And they're just like, "We have to be the last ones off the air." I don't give a shit who's the going. Ratings war. We finish. It's that's it's right. It's a so... big war. Well, I knew the Bray Wyatt news was gonna break yesterday. Because Sean had posted it that like after the post show, and I was like, dude, we're on select, like posted during our show. And I was like, what am I saying? We'll be going for 700 hours anyway. That'll exactly. the subscriptions and the buzzle will go over there. But like, it's become so many because Alex just like does impressions and people request impressions. Like, it's literally probably a half hour of people just being like, sing this song as William Regal, sing this song as Nathan Fraser. It's my favorite part of the show. I never get requests for anything. Well, I do, and I shit. just sit back and <laughs> make Alex do impressions for like 40 minutes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to jump off after I, I say one thing, because I do want you guys to get back on track, and I don't want to, Joel, pull your own audio for this. Uh, Alex Blowski is the absolute best the the man first off he has to put up with kate that's that's a trouble oh that's a huge problem yeah yes doing the one man show all the time he's got his own channel now he's doing gaming streams he did all the he did the big stream yesterday then jumps on and plays last of us uh i believe that's what he played uh for for a couple hours last night bless alex plowski i'm glad he is doing like more and more content with this stuff because he he is absolutely fantastic so alex plowski you rule that, that's all I'm going to say. Bye, everybody. Bye, Thanks, Jeremy. Jeremy. Bye. Uh, Kate, am I am I showing up to do the to, to do the NXT stuff with you guys tonight or what? I um. Am I going to make an appearance? I messaged Alex because we have to go from that review into All the Out. All out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe we'll do like a beat the clock thing, and then I was thinking about having you come on to handle because if we get super chats, like we're not going to have time to. <laughs> <laughs> to do anything before we roll over so i thought it might be fun to bring you on for the to handle the super chats part after we bounce but we're we're still figuring that out but it's Let gonna be like a three minutes alex three i think it's gonna be really fun to see us try and do uh like 45 yes. minute review we got the timer on the clock let's go <laughs> Luis, thank you for the super chat saying peeps asking alex to do rap songs i gotta clean them up he re- legitimately we would have gotten it. so canceled if Luis wasn't editing out. Like, yes. there's there's somebody who will spend so much money on like six different songs to try and get Alex in trouble, <laughs> but, but without Luis, <laughs> amazing. He saves everything uh, every time. Let's let's. I guess. Oh man, we haven't even talked about all that in the fullness of. We're gonna it. have to cruise through it, man. <laughs> I yeah, got, absolutely. I got you got stuff to do, and I got to take yeah, my yeah, baby yeah. out for a walk. Um, let, let's just get right you to the top. You have to uh, walk your baby. Yeah. Did you, you know that walk. babies need to go outside every single day for my own sanity? <laughs> <laughs> it also it also gives my partner a chance to take a nap because she very much deserves one uh, and and a break. So I'll take him out for two hours. Uh, that's all you get to know about my personal life. John Moxley <laughs> versus CM Punk. Do we have a new champion or what's going to happen? What's the finish here? Kate, what are we doing? Uh, Punk walks out champion, but he needs the help of the only guy to beat him in Chicago to win in Chicago again on the back of MJF, who, of course, had a title shot against Mox and lost. So there's some fun story there. That's that's my prediction for the end of this. Tim, I mean, that sounds OK. I, I honestly I don't there's a big part of this build has been Chicago and I don't, I don't get it because I don't 
give a shit about Chicago <laughs> or the like I don't I don't I don't get the city pride so like Oh, um, so I, 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 I would love Mox to retain, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think we are going to see. Mm, I think we're going to see Punk win. Mm. And I think we're going to see. I, I just have this feeling that they're going to do. I know someone brought this up in the post show about the Nexus 2010 finish where a bunch of people come and tear up the ring and it's it's way better. It's all the NXT season one, folks. I really like that idea, and I think we're gonna get that. And it's gonna oh be God. Stokely's. It's gonna be Stokely's Ooh, boys, the, the army all, of people he's recruited, <laughs> who are all upset with the company. They're all off the card. They none of them have done anything since they lost a match and were given the the the, the tickets, the the golden business cards. And then their leader is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and okay. Max has the army of the disgruntled AEW talent. I like that. So the pinnacle, but not boring. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The pissed off pinnacle. Yeah. What about that idea? But instead, (laughs) it's Wade Barrett, Ryback. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And Ryback comes out with a bag of chips. (laughs) Just a bag of chips. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Cher Delaware is just like, what is happening? Because she sees that her. Her name is under Gates because I'm just I'm just using the, the three layovers. Oh, if, look, if I could be anybody in this world, I would love to be Hannah. She's the best. <laughs> as long as she brings a giant bottle of booze to your meet and greets, everyone. That's it. To. That's it. Uh, I wish I was as cool and hot as she is. <laughs> I and, and I guess I just want to do Danielson Jericho, and I want to do the the four way for the women's championship. So let's do let's do the four way. Uh, Storm Baker, Hater, and Sheeta. What do we think? We need an interim champion. I think there are two ways this can go. I want to hear, Tim, your thoughts first. I'm begging for Jamie Hayter to take it so that we get one, get a better look at who she is and they can actually develop her into a personality uh, other than Briss Heavy. And then it'll sow some discord there and you, you know, it'll be a will they, won't they? Like what's going to happen with it? I think that would be the most interesting way they could do it. Um, the way that I think it's going to go is the coronation of Tony Storm. And then I'll be kind of continue to not really be all that interested in the AEW women's title. Kate? Oh, they've given you so many reasons to beat him, but... Right? Uh, it's a I wild child it... of the 80s with a theme-like heart. Heart. <laughs> I Barracuda. Can't, I can't wait for uh, them to give her a title and not care. I think it'll yep. be Tony Storm, but I think Jamie Hayter turns on Brit. I think Brit turns face. I don't think it's going to go well, but I think then she... Or maybe one of them turns on each other, and I think either way, Britt Baker ends up in the TBS title picture. I yeah. almost said TNT title picture. <laughs> the uh, true she's, TV title picture. She's, she's de-strapping more, though, Britt Baker. Or, I mean, listen, at this point, it seems like anybody could, so <laughs> ain't exactly pushing Wardlow very hard either. That's a whole other can of worms. We talked about the Motor City Machine Guns thing. Uh, this Greatest match- city in the world, Detroit. Yeah, that was the weirdest heel promo. They uh, give him uh, listen, pros for trying. I don't think you did every single heel promo in the book. (laughs) You tried every heel promo in the book, and it didn't exactly work. Anyway, um, I agree, Jamie Hater. This should be her. 
win, make it interesting, make it fun, give a new person shine with the interim title, and then eventually have her face off against Thunder Rosa. I'm fine with that. However, I really do think they're just going to do Tony Storm because this was always Tony's plan. Now they just have to do the match at a later date and have Tony have a bunch of bangers and hopefully build her up. But at 9.30 p.m. Eastern every single Wednesday, you'll just have to figure it out then. Uh, there's nothing else there. Sheeta, Sheeta winning would be interesting, but like everyone's a former champion here. Or yeah. not everyone. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like it, everyone's just, it, it's a cycle. We could have done something better. Whatever. Uh, Danielson and Jericho. I'm interested in this match only because these two guys have been around forever. Um, I made the joke this past week that uh, they did the, the the Hager match because Jericho went to Tony Khan and was just like, hey, our cage match ratings are almost the same. And so I need you to sync Brian Danielson's cage match rating. So give him a match with, with Jake Hager. And then he was wrong. And Brian was like, watch. <laughs> That's very funny. So Danielson and Jericho for uh, who's got a better cage match rating. Oh, and Daniel Garcia is involved too. Uh, yep. Kate, who wins this match? Are you excited for it? Are you looking forward to it? I am excited for it largely because I thought Jericho and Moxley put on a hell of a show. Like that, I think it's tapping into a really refreshing um, in-ring run from, from Jericho, which is good. It's so weird because my gut instinct says Danielson, but my wrestling mind says it's going to have to be Garcia beats Jericho at some point to win his way out of the Jericho Appreciation Society into the Blackpool Combat Club. So wrestling brain says it's Jericho, but wrestling gut says there's no way that Jericho beats Danielson. So, but my prediction will be Jericho. Timbo, I, I kind of feel the exact same way. I think that's the way it's the direction it's taking. So Garcia gets involved. He's like the puppy torn between two potential owners. So I think Brian wins. And then they do shenanigans afterwards. Okay. Um, I, I think yeah. Jericho tries to do the shenanigans and Garcia stops him. He's like, no, be a good daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and again, this all ends up with Jericho being like, I did the thing that I told you I could do. Like I can be Lionheart. I was that guy. And I was the guy. And I did I wasn't popular until I became whatever Le Champion, whatever gimmick he's gonna bring up is like I no one cared about me until I put on this mask. He's going to do that because this whole story is Jericho being like, you can be flippy do guy or uh, Mr. Technical Wrestler, or you can be Mr. Sports Entertainer who's super duper rich. What do you want to do? You want to be now an entertainer or you want to be a wrestler? List. Exactly. Have, now you're on the list. An overarching question for both of you fellows, because I've gotten mixed answers on this and I, I I'm intrigued. Do you think this is a Jericho retirement run of sorts? Like this, him bringing back these old iterations of himself, do you think we're headed toward him retiring soon? Jericho's been on a retirement tour since 2013. Like that's yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it could be, but I also see him as someone who's going to do the Ric Flair until I'm dying in the ring thing. That's so I don't know. It's hard to tell. Hopefully I, like, not I, that it just far. depends. That's what I mean, though. Like, it's either Jericho is like kind of smart or a total moron. And I don't know which is, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like that. part of the issue right now, like, it feels that way to me. Like, it's reading that way. But I also feel like he can still actually kind of go. Like, I feel like that box match was like a nice reminder. Um, totally. I think Jericho will throw literally every idea he has at Tony Khan and Tony doesn't say no to him. I think Jericho was told once, hey, you keep reinventing yourself. And I think that's great. And lately, he's just been like, I have to reinvent myself every three months instead of every six to eight months like he used to. I liked that Jericho would reinvent himself every six to eight months. 
I don't think I need to see Jericho reinvent himself every yeah, six Yeah, the branding tagline so frequently is weird. Like, I don't mind it every... Yeah, like you said, like, it could work, but now he's the wizard, and it's just like... It, it's not even cohesive. Like, he's blending yeah. the... The ideas are bleeding into each other, and it's not really working it's good to see him yeah in good shape and able to do the lion salt in a decent looking way again but like other than that i, I don't know that it needs to be this elaborate and again the Lionheart stuff was really really smart if it had been for this match only and not started with the mox match yeah felt like, like mox telling to... him out to do it was just like mox being like i want the old school jericho okay i get it like just say i don't want the paymaker i want like classic jericho i want whatever a man of a thousand holds not because again, the Lionheart thing, now they're bringing it back, it makes more sense for this story with Daniel Garcia than it does for Mox calling him out. It just Big it time. felt like you burnt that appearance, quote unquote, uh, before you you should have. Yeah. There you go. Um, is that it? Is that is our, is that all we're doing? Is that is nothing else tonight? I think Athena ends, yeah, I think so. Uh, by the way, Tony Khan, if you're watching, I know you are. Uh, I'm still waiting for promo code that bitch at the Toronto Four Seasons Hotel. It has never been activated, and you and false advertising. Sterling, you told me it was happening. I want that bitch promo. Let me know when it goes live. Where can the people find you on the internet, Kate? At Share Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me popping FTR. Uh, no, you can find me at Miss Kate Fame. You can also find me tonight on Fightful Select. We'll be doing the all-out post-show, um, which I'm very excited about behind the paywall. And we're going to be doing some weird beat-the-clock review gimmick after uh, Worlds Collide for NXT, which I'm actually very excited about. There should be some great in-ring action tonight for that NXT situation. So join us. Uh, Tim. Think about me at Timstone, P-T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P, Twitter, Instagram. Easy peasy. I am Actual Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. We're dropping content daily here at Fightful Overbooked. Ladies, gentlemen, friends, me on the binary. It's been extra long, but we'll see you in the next one. Enjoy all that and cheers.